What is a ninja? <laughs> <laughs> it's an obstacle course. And so the designers are trying to design obstacles that are going to make you fail. And you have been. Seven times. Seven, seven times. times. Yeah, seven right. times. Oh my gosh. So if you guys out there are watching the show and are like, what's the, what's the big deal? It, it's about twice as hard as what you see. So when you're not ninjaing and you're not ninja nation ninjaing, <laughs> what else do you do? So I'm a, I'm a prepper. That's what I wanted to hit on. A I, bit. I, I figured. <laughs> oh, so which obstacle course will help you the most during the zombie apocalypse? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Whoever sets the fastest time on this course, they're going to win a huge thing of cash, right? At least 7500 bucks per man and per woman, right? That's going to attract all the pro ninjas across the country. Isn't that crazy? It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. You may just blow them out of the water. You may find your calling in life. <laughs> it's fun to see people get excited about ninja that haven't done it. I love sharing it. Welcome back to Edible Economy. I'm Nate. And I'm Kim. And we are, man, we got a cool show today. We got, we have Brian Arnold, the ultimate American Ninja, Ninja Warrior. Warrior. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> so first, we, uh, we thank you for tuning in, listening to us. Your support is what makes this stuff happen. Go subscribe to our podcast and like us on whatever app you listen to. So for all of you Edible Economy fans and Ninja Warrior fans, this is your show. You guys are going to love this one. So Brian Arnold, welcome. Thanks, man. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I mean, we are pumped to have you here. So I'm going to start a little bit and how Brian and I met. We met last year. We did some, some ninja activities out on our farm. And Brian approached us this year and said, hey, let's, let's, let's blow this up. Let's do something awesome. And uh, we've got a really, really cool event planned. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on in the show. But through that, we've been able to get to know you pretty well. You're coming out not often enough. You should be out here more. <laughs> I like coming out here. It's fun. <laughs> Bringing your daughter to come play with the chickens. And... Yes. And plus the event we're going to talk about later is going to be so massive and so amazing that it takes a lot of planning yes yeah. it does yeah. so you will be out here a lot more <laughs> yeah i gotta come build that course <laughs> and and yeah your daughter she loves it out here you she loves it it's fun the chickens is her favorite thing <laughs> it was cracking me up when you you know brian has you know well we're gonna come out it just didn't happen and she didn't take kindly to that oh no 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 she threw she she got all (laughs) upset that daddy uh, didn't follow through so every time we drive by two she's like we gotta stop let's stop let's stop and visit and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) nice and we love her coming out here and she does have a blast it's fun to watch the kids play around so brian what is a ninja a ninja? A ninja. Well, <laughs> I think that the definition has definitely changed a little bit from the original <laughs> definition. But the the current definition is uh, someone that loves to do obstacle course um, racing. And specifically, you know, we do harder obstacles. It's a little different than OCR, which is more running and mud. Um, which is obstacle course racing. Yeah, OCR. that is too. Yeah. And they... And I'm not taking anything away from what they do. It's awesome. I love to do that stuff too. It's just a little, it's, uh, it's harder obstacles and it's not as much running, but we do do running. And it's almost all obstacles, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we do some sprinting and stuff, especially when you do side by side racing. Okay. Um, there's definitely sprinting involved. Um, but it's very short, very short. Okay. But so it can be more... the difference between winning and losing. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta train everything. Off. <laughs> But ninjas do use their arms more, do more arm work and stuff versus. Um, I would say the way it currently is, yes. Okay. But that being said, it can easily switch and be more. It depends on the season there. And it depends like if you're talking about American Ninja Warrior, um, like stage one is almost most of it's running. Um, Okay. What is what is stage one mean? So in so. If, if we're talking about where ninja came from, and a lot of people talk about American Ninja Warrior, yes, um, which originally started in Japan as Sasuke, 
and then they brought it over here and they called it American Ninja Warrior. And in American Ninja Warrior, the TV show, there's a, the finals that all contestants would love to get to. And you have been to? I have been to seven times. Seven, seven times? times. Yeah, seven nice. times. Oh my gosh. I and didn't that's know that. going to Vegas. Is that what that is? Yeah, that's going to Vegas. Okay. So you have to qualify at one of the city events to go to Vegas. And But, anyways, the first stage, there's four stages there that you have to beat to win a million dollars. And the first stage is just mostly running. Okay. So there, okay. There's lots of lower body coordination in running. And along with upper body. They try to equal it out, I think. Okay. Okay. So, I didn't know that. No. I thought it was like shoulders and back. Shoulders and back. No. And some biceps. No. The later, <laughs> harder stages, um, I think the hardest obstacles are the are the upper body ones. Okay. The, they're, those are the ones that take out most competitors. The problem, if you make the lower body stuff much harder, though, is it starts getting a little more dangerous. <laughs> so the show has avoided that just probably for insurance reasons and yeah it's just a little harder to to make safe okay so what do you do to train for these things what what is that what does that look like how does that work to be good at anything you gotta do it so you gotta run obstacles but you gotta also you know cross train so well basically you gotta be good at a lot of things (laughs) because because ninja what ninja is is ninja is they you know, it's it's an obstacle course. And so the designers are trying to design obstacles that are going to make you fail. So they kind of try to find people's weaknesses. So that can be upper body coordination, lower body coordination, um, endurance, upper body endurance, uh, lower body endurance. It, it, so so basically it comes down to you got to be good at everything and, every, and be prepared for what they might come out with new that year. So... So, like, when you first did a course, like, what was the first city course you ever did? Was it a Denver one? No, it was actually in Texas. Okay. And it was extremely easy when I look back at it because the so course is getting harder every year. But What did you do? Like, you lived here in Colorado, so you went to Texas to do this course. So what did you do to prepare for, like, your first course? Or did you already work out a lot and do races or... So- yeah, so I, I come from a climbing background. I, I've been climbing oh, okay. actually 28, okay. 28 years. So basically oh, all my okay. life, okay. Um, I've been rock climbing. And, you know, when I saw the show, I was like, what's wrong with these guys? Why can't they do this? Because okay. to me, it looked easy. And then I got on the show and quickly realized that it was much <laughs> harder. So if you guys out there are watching the show and are like, what's, what's the big deal? It, it is a big deal. If you get on the show, it's like... It's it's about twice as hard as what you see, so okay. yeah. And, but yeah, I I just I climbed, I rock climbed, so I had okay. a really good base, and all the upper body stuff I crushed. Like it was really easy for me. But then I discovered that there's a cardio aspect that I didn't have. I I literally almost couldn't climb the cardio net because I ran through the whole course and died, and I <laughs> and I okay. and I barely made it up. So there's a cardio aspect of it. There's uh. So you got to train cardio. There's um, the the lower body coordination is is where I ended up going out that year is in the at the second stage in the finals, and I fell on something that looks easy. It's called the balance tank. You just walk across it, and what ended up happening was I learned from that year that I had to I had certain weaknesses, and so I had to work on those weaknesses, and I came back stronger. And I've come back stronger almost every year since then because I've found out what I'm not good at and I've worked on it. And the course, by the way, gets harder because everyone, all the good ninjas oh, are doing this. Right. So we're all, all on this um, journey of self-improvement. But the course designers know this because they keep track of, they watch us and they keep track of uh, competitions. There's competitions outside the show. And they have to up the, the difficulty level every year. Okay. So it's like running on a treadmill. They're you're trying to get in shape to to do a race in there. Uh, they just keep increasing the difficulty. So. All right. So it seems like it's getting harder for people to do, to like just come in off the street and do it too because they haven't had the experience of like. Yeah, there is no way. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to limit anyone. I, I don't set other people's boundaries, but I, I, I would find it very difficult for anyone who's never done the show to come on the show and beat it their first year 
Right. Okay. Okay. It is. There's so many factors that that go into play that people don't even. It's hard to train for. You can't train for being on national TV where there's eight million people watching you. Yeah, yeah that's what I was gonna say. Just being on the show in period is enough that yes. for people to have to get used to. Yeah, people melt under the pressure. There is. I've seen like amazing athletes that can do things in the gym. You put them on that stage, they, they fall. Done. Yeah, they fall on the first obstacle. I've seen. <laughs> I didn't see the guy personally, but I heard about a guy who just stepped. The, his first step just stepped right into the water. Uh. Just missed uh. missed the first easy little jump. So, and do you get more than one shot? No, just one shot in your time. Yeah, and if if you're the if you don't make a good impression that first year, I mean. Production's trying to find the best athletes, so you're automatically not picked the next year. You're you're passed over. They're like, oh, we already we saw what we you did. Yeah, first step. Yeah, we're gonna let all these seventy, you know, one of these seventy million other people or seventy thousand other people try it. Yeah. So, and so nowadays you've got places to train. There are ninja gyms and you know, there's guys that are building obstacles in their backyard and everything. But back in the day. What did, did you, did you just trying to find different things at the gym to do or, or did, were the ninjas just building their own courses to try to. Yeah. So I was a climber and the climbing was pretty easy for me at that level. So I, I had to find a way to train lower body coordination and to set up actual courses to run. And so the parkour gym was the natural spot for me to go and they, they set up, we'd set up courses and stuff. A lot of those guys do Ninja Warrior. But we literally would go in the gym and try to think of the craziest thing that they might have on the show and then try to do it first try. Okay. Because, because you want to become adaptable. <laughs> um, and sometimes we just set up super hard stuff and then try to do it. But it's all about um, making yourself adaptable and then training your balance. Uh, so we would set these crazy balance challenges where you we we set out a bunch of balance bars these bars you just walk across and, and then we'd rearrange them and then you'd have to jump from them to a bar the craziest things whatever you can think of we we've probably have done and almost killed ourselves on because some of this stuff is you know gets dangerous but it yeah, I'm thinking about all of the various <laughs> injuries that may take place. Yeah, it well, and and that was the older gyms. That's how they were. They just weren't as safe. But now, you know, we're opening up new gyms, and it's so popular that are opening up everywhere, and they're way more safe and padded. And that's one of the reasons the level is going up so much. So the, if you look at like one of the older seasons, it's ridiculously easy. You could take the top ten competitors. And we'd all easily do the course. We they, you'd have ten winners that winter in the year, if not thirty. Okay. Because the level's so high. Okay. Um, okay. But I mean, this season you'll have to watch. It's not over yet. But <laughs> if we have winner, it'll it'll be surprising. Okay. So it's going on right now. Yeah. Right. It's all pre-filmed. It's all pre-filmed, right? But it's it's airing. It as, is airing as now. This podcast is out. Yeah. Yeah. And. We have to stay tuned to see who does well in that show, right? Yeah, and that that and that's just the American Ninja Warrior. There's other um, shows in the ninja realm. Um, okay. There's other spinoff shows. You have the side by side racing. And have you ever competed in that before? Yeah, that's um, the Ninja vs Ninja. Nice. How'd, that, how'd you do in that? I won the first season. Oh yeah. So nice. uh, my team did. There's a team of three. Uh, so our team won. Uh, They've had three seasons, um, but then there's other spinoff shows. They just did a kids Ninja Warrior actually in in July. Okay, and then they have like uh, Ultimate Beastmasters, which is a ninja. It's an obstacle course. It's just like ninja. But why, why Beastmaster? What does that um, have to do with the know. ninjas? It's, the rebranding. Well, that was a different network coming <laughs> out with different. their own oh, okay. version <laughs> of it. Yeah. If you watch it, it's pretty cool. They build this big, huge monster that has this mouth. You, climb up and all the obstacles are part of the the monster oh that is kind of oh, cool. cool yeah i like that i think sylvester stallone is the is the producer of it okay 
So I'd like to see him do the course. Yeah. <laughs> Probably could. He's pretty, he's pretty ripped. He is. So, uh, and one of the things that I've kind of noticed in paying a little bit of attention is that when I was a kid, it was WWF, you know, the ultimate ninja or the ultimate warrior was the, uh, I mean, he was the top dog. It's not even called WWF anymore. I think it's called, anyway, it's yeah, not that's WWF. that's the World Wildlife Foundation. Yeah, because <laughs> now it's the World Wildlife Foundation. They sued about 10 years ago to make that happen. But anyway, so I see that the ninjas are, are somewhat replacing uh, wrestling, which is, I think that's pretty neat. Is you it know? replacing wrestling? Well, as far as for <laughs> fandom and kids and stuff like that. Kids watching it. Kids watching. For kids that watch. Oh, yeah. I, I, I could see that. It seems more real, but Brian, is it really real? <laughs> <laughs> What's going Trust on me. behind the camera? I actually, yeah, what happens? <laughs> it, you know, it's funny. I actually have people ask that all yeah. the time or they comment it, comment, uh, they comment it on online and stuff on, on forums. But it it is it is it is real. Like what you see is real. There, there is TV aspect of it where the running order, for instance, that's not real. Okay. I mean, sure. Oh, you mean they they just put the contestant? Y- yeah, believe yeah. it or not, the last runner of the night is not always the fastest. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so so there is a there is a little production in there, but it is real. It is real. I mean, there's things that you don't see, like sometimes obstacles break, and so they have to rebuild the obstacle. Oh, man. So, like, people don't know it, but, like, in season four, when I did really well on the stage, on the third stage, one of the obstacles actually broke on me, and then I they had I had to rerun it from the beginning. So, but little things like that, okay. you, you How never How quickly see. did you have to rerun it? Did you just... They gave me enough time to rest. It actually didn't affect it probably helped me because i got to warm up but yeah and you um, got to try the course a little bit right yeah it was a little little um it was all mentally like defeating because like yeah. oh man i had to rerun all these obstacles and i'd already made it the and, furthest yeah so all of a sudden they <laughs> took that away from me right <laughs> but uh no th- it is real but and sometimes are you filming like so like in the middle of the night just to get it all done or yeah it's it's i mean there for a while there i was running three in the morning until i learned the system and the system is you bring kids oh and then they're like <laughs> let him go first and then they and then they usually put you a little earlier on in the running order but uh that's funny that is funny but yeah a lot of the guys they will they'll, they'll keep a lot of the talent till the end too because they got to keep the audience there sure these are a lot of these were just volunteers. Oh, for noise. Yeah, they need the audience out there for yelling and screaming and okay. and just in the background. So if you're doing an all-night shoot, that's a that's an issue. So yeah. they saved the, a lot of the talent for last. Maybe, actually, maybe that's why I moved to the beginning now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, training. I had a phone call with you. I don't remember how. It was months and months ago. We had a phone call. And uh, you answered and you, you were all quiet. You're like, yeah. Hey, what's going on? And like, I was just calling to talk about, you know, what we're doing this just this coming fall. And you're like, oh, okay. I'm at the competition right now. And I was like, cool. You want to call me back a little later? And you're like, well, I'll probably be here all night long. And uh, so, and then I've got a plane ride. I'll call you when I'm at the airport. And you did. Thank you. Call me at the airport. But that was when I... Nathan told me that. And I was like, what? He answered. Why did he answer for you? Because... Well, if you if you've ever on a, been on uh, on set, you know that there's a lot of waiting around. Oh, okay. So you train all year round for this, and then you you show up and you're all excited, and they show you this amazing course you get to run, and then you get to sit for like five days as they film. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then, your nerves just like increasingly get well. Worse I, and... What ends up happening? I don't really get that nervous anymore. Um, But for a lot of the guys, it used to be like this for me too. By the time your turn comes up to run, um, I'm just like, oh, finally. Like I finally get a run because I've been waiting. Yeah. 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 But yeah, some people just get really nervous and it just builds in them. You can see. Because they're just staring at this big thing. And all these people like falling. Yeah. And I think they're just going like, what if I do that? And they think of all the negatives of what could happen. And I've seen it happen where people just totally melt. 
Like I, I would. So do I you would watch just be like the... puking by the time <laughs> I got my turn, you know? Like... See, be, because you're talking like that, you probably would. So you need to change <laughs> oh. your mindset. Okay, so, right. It's mental too. Yeah, so you need to change your mindset to be like, <laughs> so... everyone's going to be so excited to watch me run because oh, I'm yes. going to crush okay. this. Mentally tough. I need yeah. to you're going to get a lot of practice this fall too, know. you know? It's, it's been fun having like personal... Yeah, personal um, ninja training. Yes. I know. It has been pretty <laughs> cool. Has been out here at the farm. <laughs> so when you're out there, you know, you the competition's going on. Do you guys watch the other the other ninjas compete? Um, sometimes heckle uh, them a little bit. <laughs> well, Fall, Joe. <laughs> during Ninja vs Ninja, uh, there's definitely trash talking. Oh, cool. But usually that's just me. And <laughs> but uh, but uh, maybe some uh, there's a few other competitors. Um, it's just too nice sometimes there, so you got to bring a little. You, you know, yeah, you, you gotta, a little yeah. intensity. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get people all laughing psych out the rookie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but during the regular season, everyone's just so supportive. It's just a cheer love fest. It's okay. Sometimes it's over, overwhelming, but uh, lots of hugs. It, on yeah, the it's, it's it's Ninja a great show. it's a great atmosphere. The everyone's so great. They're so supportive. So. Do you have, uh, you don't have to say their names, but do, do certain ninjas cheer for other ninjas? And Are there teams of ninjas? There Are there ninja are there cliques? cliques? Uh, <laughs> there, there definitely are ninja cliques. Okay. Um, That's funny. But, I mean, it's to but be expected. It's like that in it's, every I mean, world, right? Yeah, and plus we don't, it's just like, um, we're, we all like each other. There's, there's just like different, there's the East Coast guys that all train together. There's, you know what I mean, okay. or certain gyms. But then when we get together, we, we all like, you know, we get together and we all talk about what we've been doing and training wise because we're all trying to get better. Okay. Um, so the ones that are the ones that are really serious have been around a long time. We're all super good friends. Like I, I wouldn't say super good friends, but we all like when we're there, it feels like we were just we just saw each other and because we're I mean we're waiting around for hours. Right. Okay. Like, so you really get some quality time yeah. with the other guys and girls. <laughs> so yeah, and then for like team. It's even though even though we're on different teams, there's a maybe a little bit of like bantering back and forth. I think most people are nervous. Are there any rivalries? Uh, there's one that um, Daniel Gills and Thomas Stilling. Thomas started it, which is great. I thought it was a great idea, Thomas, but he's always <laughs> like trying to trying to beat Daniel, which is a is a hard thing to do. Okay. Um, but that's all friendly. I don't. I don't really think there's any rivalries. So. Okay, I, I'm surprised. I mean, maybe that's the next phase on the TV networks is to build up rivalries, more drama, and yeah, blue team, red team, <laughs> like some fights. So we'll yeah, because a pull lot each of times it's yeah. just like each each warrior's personal drama or per, you know personal yeah. things that they've overcome and what in their story, but it's not. Well, I think maybe that would be a little... Well, during the regular season, there's no way they're going to do anything like that because during the regular season, everyone's cheering on each other, and I think a lot of people dislike that atmosphere, and that's it just is how it is. That's true. Yeah. They're not going to play it. Yeah, a family-friendly show and yeah. stuff. And, like... and, and they're not going to make up something. So, <laughs> I mean, if they, they, they might come to us and be like, hey, could you guys make this more exciting? Um, could you guys fight or something? But I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Push each other into uh, the water. Megan uh, would start whipping everybody. Uh, wouldn't she? <laughs> she, she, she's a tough girl. I wouldn't want to fight her. Yeah. But um, Ninja versus Ninja, it's a little... It's a little more competitive, and they try to play that up, but it's all so friendly. I, I mean, you see, once if you beat someone, there's usually hugs involved. Um, there's okay. a li- and there has been actually a little bit of drama, but they would they did not go into it at, oh, okay. at all. There was one competitor who wasn't very well liked. He was seen as playing dirty, but he was playing within the rules. So How I actually do you play I, dirty. Well, you're, it's, you're not supposed to like, uh, you're not supposed to push, intentionally push another competitor because you're both on the course at the same time. And what he did was uh, he grabbed, he was going off a bar and it was flexible and he held on to it and pulled it back and then, this is what other people said, and then he let go of it, kind of flung it back at the other person. I didn't 
see it that way. Okay. <laughs> I, um, but he did cut some people off. Okay. But that's just, that's, everyone's, there's a lot of people, are, the smart people, that's what you do. I, I, I took up a whole lane. Like, if you watch my run, I have a brain that sometimes, you know what I mean, you got to use what you got. And I, some guys are faster than me, so if I just happened to get in front of someone, I would take up the entire lane so they couldn't pass me. And then I'd relax. <laughs> nice. So I, if you watch, I, I do that. Some people climbed over each other. Oh, wow. Uh, on some of really? the obstacles. Yeah, but the way I did it was I just took up the whole lane, and then I'm a, I'm usually stronger than everyone upper body-wise, so I I wasn't afraid of them, like, climbing on me. But... Um, <laughs> But I, I have to, t- you know what I mean? I'm not as fast as a lot of the other guys. So you just have to use your advantage and play within the rules. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Okay. When you say fast, do you mean like explosive speed wise or fast through the course? Um, usually like explosive uh, speed wise. Okay. Um, yeah, but there's so many different aspects of, yeah, of that. That's why I was asking because you've said that a couple times. And- yeah, I, I think I could word that better. I, I should say... There's certain things that I'm really there's certain obstacles that, that I'm excel at and if I if I got an advantage on one of those obstacles then I would try to keep that lead. But. So what is uh, what are questions that you're asked uh, that you're just like oh god I don't want to answer this question again you don't have to answer <laughs> them I just want to know what they are ours when we're selling garlic everybody says what do they say Cam. Are there any vampires around here? Do you keep all the vampires <laughs> away? You know? And so naturally I say, we are vampires. So no, it doesn't work very well for that. Uh, I love that line. Um, uh, let's see. I get asked. I get asked a lot of. Is it real? You already said yeah, that. Yeah, I get and I asked. I bet that's it, a yeah. lot. Yeah. Usually they're asking, can I you know, can I get them in contact with Casey Catanzaro or oh. or or uh, or or Megan Martin? Or Megan. I think I've asked you that a couple of times. So <laughs> usually it's 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 fans requesting other ninjas contacts, which is which is annoying because I'm like, yeah, what about me? Yeah, what about me? They're never gonna do you. You would never do that, <laughs> right? I, I am. What's that? You, I mean, you could never do that. Like, oh no, I won't pass along contacts. Has anybody, have any of the other ninjas ever done that to you? Um, I am sure they are never getting my my. No one's ever asking for my contact, is what. You're, <laughs> <laughs> but Hi, this is Mikey. I'm 14, and I just want your autograph. I got it from you know Jeff Britton when I saw him the other day in the grocery store. Oh mercy! <laughs> you know what's crazy about that? We we don't do that to each other, but I mean. We, oh mercy! There, there. It's kind of funny though that social media though is a way for fans to connect, yeah. and the amount of inappropriate emails that all of us get, or text messages, or Instagrams, it's 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 kind of shows you where where society's at. <laughs> but or or just like, and and some of them are just you know pictures that people shouldn't be sending us um yeah fans yeah i'm sure right yeah you got any marriage proposals no no not yet but (laughs) there's definitely some fans that are really excited (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh but uh you know these are the things we don't think of you know yeah yeah but one the i think one of the worst things is when you get some of these kids and i love our fans like our fans are are amazing and we we wouldn't be here without the fans i mean there would be no show and and that's how we a lot of us ninjas make money is you know if we have a big fan base people will sponsor us um but there's just some some kids that just don't know boundaries and sometimes you just have to block fans so um there's i can't i had to shut down all notifications from facebook and instagram because my phone would just constantly be beeping and a lot of it's the same offenders over and over again, and and some seriously, some fa- yeah, some fans get blocked. I've talked to other ninjas. There was one kid in particular, and everyone just blocked him. He was it was just too much. The amount of stuff he sent us constantly, just like constant. He would call my phone like he through the Facebook app. You can do that. You can do that. I didn't know you could constantly do that. like just yeah. But anyways, but most most fans are respectful. But you, okay. have those, you have those few. 
So I want to jump back. So we were talking about... Um, I want to keep going. Obstacles. But, but <laughs> I think we it's were crazy. talking about obstacles, and I want to know what what's your favorite obstacle? Yeah. And um, your most challenging obstacle. Well, I love obstacles that make me look good. <laughs> right. So, so, so that's, that's why, I, I, as I was saying your favorite, then I was like, or challenging, because I know he's going to He's gonna tell me his easiest one. Um, well, unfortunately, the way the show is going, they, they are putting less of the obstacles that I like up, which are the endurance. I like endurance obstacles, upper body endurance obstacles, because that, you know, that suits my style. Um, like the ultimate cliffhanger. I like stuff like that. Okay. Because... A lot of those are easy for me, and uh, yeah, they're fun. They're fun to do. Um, to me, that looks like the hardest thing. Yeah, some of those are difficult if you haven't, if you've never trained for it, they're impossible. Right. Yeah. But, but actually, one of the ones that I do like, this is probably my favorite, and I haven't fallen on it yet, but it always scares me to death, is they have this huge slider. You grab this pipe, and you basically slide down this huge ramp, and you're okay. hanging from it. And okay. All, Almost like a zip line. Yeah. It's called okay. the pipe slider. But then all of a sudden, that track ends, and you got to jump off that pipe and grab another one. And it's just. And huge. do the same thing? And do the same thing. Okay. Wow. Oh. That's on stage one. Okay. But it is so fun. Like, it's intimidating. Like, when you look at it, you're like, oh my gosh. You're just going to fly through the air. Yeah. And that actually is not one of my strengths because my one of my weaknesses on the show is timing obstacles where you have to, like, they're they're actually upper body obstacles, but you have to like time things perfectly. Okay. And that's the sliding, stopping, getting on the next one. Yeah. Jumping to the next one. Jumping. Yeah, to the swings, next one. stuff like that. I'm not as it's not my forte. I just I just haven't practiced it enough. But so when we talk to you, like we've been talking today, you you know, there's lots of obstacles with their names. I know that sometimes when I'm watching snowboarding or watching. Uh, the trick bike races, and I hear the announcers saying things. I'm just, I, I just think he's just making that shit up as he goes along. None of that is really, that, those don't, that's not what they're really called. But I've heard these names come out of your mouth a, a bunch of times of the same things over and over. So and it's true, it's not made up. It's There's, so it's true, it's not have made names. up. <laughs> um, so have you ever gotten to name an obstacle? Well, I've. Actually, I don't even know. Let me think about it. I, I've designed. Actually, yes, I have. Okay. Nothing that has been on the show, though. Um, I've I've made a lot of my own obstacles because I build for you know for what I do for work. I build obstacles and I take them around to share them with schools and other types of events, civic events and stuff yeah. like that. So I I've built and designed many obstacles and I've named those. Okay. So let's talk more about what you do in your outside life yeah. now. Okay. What do you do outside <laughs> of ninjing? Um, so, <laughs> well. A ninjing we will go. Yes. Well, originally I used to, uh, I, I was working at a nursing home when I first started doing ninja. And then I couldn't be at the level I wanted to. And I, so I actually quit my job and switched roles with, uh, my my fiance and um that that was for a two-year period and i trained and i did really well on the show but i never won so i can't continue to go down that road but interestingly enough the the show has provided a way for us to make money because it's so popular so i was doing a lot of appearances actually for those two years i was off and and just doing motivational speaking but then I started delivering obstacle courses to and throwing competitions for people that were interested in you know trying obstacles, and eventually that led me to the guys that were starting up a company called Ninja Nation, and these guys were really excited about the show. They have kids and they wanted to bring ninja gyms, just basically bring ninja to all the fans of the show, and so we have a very ambitious plan. We have uh, we're gonna we're planning on building over 100 ninja gyms in the next five years. And when they told me their their plan, I wanted to be a part of it. I was so excited. And so I I joined their team. And um, now it's me, Jeff Britton, Ryan Stratus, uh, Jamie Ron, Carson Williams. We're uh, ninja fans. These are some of the ninjas on the show. We're part of this company, and we're 
we're helping uh, bring obstacles to to kids. And our actual mission statement is we want to create one million heroes. So right now, it's one million kids is is our goal to, nice. to be able to get through the course. I think that's such a course. cool. Yeah, a million heroes to it, get through the course. That's what you said. Well, yeah, well, just to get on the course. To get on the um, course. Yeah. We would love them to get through the course, but we make hard <laughs> courses, so some of them get through. But that's part of our messaging too. Is we we like to tell kids that you got to get back up and try again, even if you don't you don't do well. So it, it's a really great company to be a part of, and I, I run the the mobile obstacle course that we have. I built and designed that. Um, they brought me on because I already had a lot of experience doing that. So I I've built and designed three of the mobile courses that we're currently running. And they have the warp wall that stands up. It's on a trailer with hydraulics. Um, it's so cool. It is cool. cool. Yeah, I mean, it is so <laughs> neat. Um, then there's a bunch of other obstacles that we've built, and we can we will bring those out to any type of event. And uh, it's just so much fun to be able to share Ninja Warrior with everybody that watches it but hasn't had a chance to try it. And you've got really good people that you work with too. I mean, your your team. You know, the guys that we've met so far have been awesome. Uh, Cody, a.k.a. Ruben, has been <laughs> awesome. Um, I, I mean, and, you know, you just were talking about how when the kids try, you're like, hey, if you fall, you get up, you try it again. And I watched you do that. I watched you and Cody do that repeatedly. And he, you know, you, he and you, you guys are awesome, like, getting the kids to not just quit. And they don't want to quit when they because they hear like such good encouragement. I think it's pretty neat. And then yeah, it was really neat to to see that because so many kids are afraid of failing. Yeah. And so if they can't get through the course, they're like embarrassed to do on it on the again, first try. You all were awesome with that. Yeah, I just have to constantly remind people that I I do it all the time. I get up and there's eight million people watching, and I've <laughs> I've done it for seven years in a row now. And Man. I wouldn't be at the level I was at if I had that attitude. And all the ninjas that I know that are good, they, you know, it's the same process. So you have to be all right with looking bad. And you got you to gotta realize that if someone's judging you, then you probably don't really, shouldn't care what they think. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, um, you're just out there trying to get better and have fun. And kids get it. Most kids get it and they do it. The thing is, it's hard to actually convince an adult sometimes to get up there. I bet. Because when I bring the course out, the adults are the hardest ones to get get out there on the yeah, course. Yeah, they don't want to look like fools. Right. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with looking like a fool. As <laughs> yeah. Long as... <laughs> yeah. You got to try. Yeah. It's it's the thought of never trying. I mean, what? where would I be now? Right. You know, I, I think... <laughs> You don't want to, you don't want to fall into that trap of uh, fear of failure. And so, talk to me a little bit about so Ninja Nation Mobile is a ninja course that you do take all over the place. You know, different events, different schools, and things like that. So, how difficult is that compared to? Not even compared to the to the uh, to the show, but. Is it challenging? Yeah. So if you want, if you have an obstacle course, you want it to be challenging. Otherwise, it's you know it's not it's monkey bars. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is, it's it's very difficult to get something that's at a level where everyone can do it. And the goal is to at least have some obstacles out there that everyone can do. So what we do is we usually have two lanes that we bring out. And one lane we try to make a little harder for the people with more advanced skills. And the other lane is uh, a little easier. But most most our courses, you can get out there and do the obstacles. It might take you a few tries to do the easy lane, but most people can do it if they try it enough. Okay. And plus, we, we don't bring out anything super hard. In um, the people that want a challenge we we encourage them to race <laughs> so they <laughs> nice. can race each other since there's two lanes or they can um just race themselves so all one of the things that we do in training is we'll put up a course and it might be easy but as soon as you start trying to go really fast it gets hard so um beat oh your, that's interesting yeah. yeah so beat your own time that that's one of my favorite things to do training wise so we'll 
I'll run as hard as I can, and it might be an easier co- an easy course. But you t- put that time aspect into it, and you have to take away a second, and you got to figure out where can I make up this second. And you've raced it uh, twenty times; it it can get it can get hard. So that's really cool, especially like racing it twenty times. I mean. Yeah, because you get tired, you you're you're losing yeah. stamina as you. Yeah, continue. I, 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 well, to be honest, I never, I usually don't <laughs> race a course more than two or three times. I because the one of the ways, one of my main things that I try to train is my adaptability. Okay. So I want to train myself to to be able to move on different styles of obstacles, and, and so I try to make up something new. Yeah, every time. So. Like, I remember the first time you brought the warp wall out here. And <laughs> I kept trying it and trying it. I mean, it probably took six times maybe for me to get up it. Yeah. And you were telling me, like, different things. You were, like, coaching me every time. But then every time, like, but I'm so much more tired this time. <laughs> that I don't know if I can do here. it again. <laughs> but you eventually did it, right? Yeah. 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 See? <laughs> <laughs> you got you to gotta keep trying until you, till you, till you get good. And, and, and that, that's one of the obstacles that you've got to run. You've got to go fast at. Um, you don't actually have to. You need some forward momentum. Some people you'll see try to just – that be the only technique is speed, and it's not. The most important technique is your foot placement. Just make sure you're not leaning in, for instance, and you're not misstepping. It's, it's, it's a technique obstacle. Mm-hmm. And to have shoes that have some decent rubber on the bottom of them. Yeah, high heels aren't great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wood flats, nothing like that. <laughs> and so the gym is, uh, the gym is different. Um, but so what, what's it like there? The gym? Or the gyms. It's very well padded. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, we have a lot of kids in there. Um, we don't want anyone hurt. So it's nice and padded. We have two racing lanes. Uh, we have a bunch of different size warp walls for different uh, levels. Uh, we have a, like a on the racing lanes we have a, a start buzzer that you push and you race your friend and then you push the finishing buzzer and then fog shoots out, lights go it's off. Cool. Uh, there's cameras all over the place, so if you you wear a little art um, a little bracelet and as soon as you go by one of the cameras, um, it triggers it to turn on and it'll record you doing oh, an obstacle that's amazing that is really really cool yeah so then you go and you scan your bracelet at one of the at one of the tvs and it'll bring up all your footage it, is that just to show you for coolness factor to help you with technique or that's so for one you both those things okay. so if you want to like watch yourself to you know see what you're doing wrong or just to see how cool you look i'm doing it then oh, that's awesome yeah that's some cool technology. Yeah, and yeah. plus kids love to, you know, it's social media. Do they um, get age. to take it and share it? And yeah, stuff? you could you could take it and just put it on your social media. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah, I, I, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. One, oh, one of the ba- one of the things I love about the gym is we have uh, uh, challenges. So, and it's a point system. So you go and do a challenge, you get X amount of points, and you have a profile um, on our on our site, and you just keep going until you get enough points and you get different colored um, wristbands when you level up and there's like a ranking system so you can see where you are in the ranking system it's just uh it's a lot of fun so that is awesome i can't believe we haven't been there yet That's, yeah we need to do that. i know we, we need to go <laughs> but besides the racing lanes there's tons of other obstacles and we're adding more we have a little climbing wall and in the newer gym we're building it's there's a huge climbing wall so uh, we're on our third third gym build right now, so okay. We're there. Every gym is going to get big. Uh, is going to get better than the first one because we're learning. And all three of those are here. No, we have two here in Colorado, and then one in, in Frisco, Texas. Okay, nice. With many more to come over the years. Yes, and if you want to go check them out, go to ninjanation.com, and there's a uh, um, all the information on there. You need. And we'll put the we'll put the link to that in the show notes and all that good stuff so when you're not ninjing and you're not ninja nation ninjing (laughs) what what else do you do well tell you the truth i am so busy with the business i i'm not doing that much anymore my training's actually suffering right at this moment Uh, 
I know. But <laughs> that being said, I, I worked out last night and I made a commitment to not fall out of shape any more than I am because it was depressing. <laughs> but uh, I, I love playing chess. Okay. Uh, I am a huge chess fan. You can play me on, on chess.com. My handle's Big Rocks without the K. If you got, anyone wants to challenge me. <laughs> um, I also do... Uh, uh, I like prepping. So I'm a, I'm a prepper. That's what I wanted to hit on a little I, bit. I, I figured. <laughs> oh, so which obstacle course helps you the most, will help you the most during the zombie apocalypse? Oh, man. <laughs> well. And when is that coming? <laughs> I do a ton of sprint training. So that would probably so be very helpful. Okay. Okay. But I can, I can outclimb most people in general so oh, a yeah, zombie so is not going to be a problem yeah they can't climb be okay they just yeah. Put their arm. yeah <laughs> I, in fact i i watch these zombie shows and i'm like well, they're like in a house i'm like why don't you just climb out the window yeah okay. like climb up on the roof or you know climb the side of that building so um <laughs> that would probably be very helpful so climbing and sprinting yeah yeah and so what it, what's a prepper a prepper well, I think I mean someone, I know what it is, but I want I want I just want you to explain it. Well, uh, someone's just gonna who's prepared for you know any potential disaster. Disaster, yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be like a zombie apocalypse, but it could be like peak uh, oil. Yeah, I yeah. mean, <laughs> there's lots of things that could be. I, it, I'm it could, very interested in it as well. Oh, are you? Yeah, and <laughs> and yeah, and. Uh, you know, I like reading books that uh, are post-apocalyptic, oh, future yeah. book, you know, futuristic books. But yeah, and I always wonder about you know what do you do? But you've talked about you've got books that you read about it. And- yeah, I've read some books, and I mean, plus I've heard stories of people that were in Hurricane Katrina and horror stories. Like, yeah, this stuff has happened already. And if if you were prepared, you would have been able to ride it out until things got better. Yeah. Um, People True. died because they weren't prepared. Yeah. So people think that it's like it's never going to happen. Yeah, it's right? never going to happen. It's and crazy it's happening people. every day. It is. It's happening every day in somewhere. Some place in the world. Yeah. 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 In Hawaii right now. Oh, what, what's in Hawaii? Oh, hurricane. With, the, with the hurricane and yeah. the lava. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It happens. I mean, there's nothing wrong with being prepared, and it doesn't have to. A lot of people are like thinks it's expensive and stuff to do. It's it's really not. You can. There's different levels of preparing. Yeah. Um, but if you just want to be prepared for a typical disaster like a hurricane, you just need food and water for like a month or something. That's not too difficult to do. You can just buy extra supplies for you know buy extra food that you usually eat. Um, yeah. Be you know just stay ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Get the five gallon jugs water yeah Yeah. we have like 14 of them at home nice (laughs) we are not running out of water (laughs) that's the most important first thing to start with they're all empty forgot to say well they (laughs) are not all water but they 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 are a good chunk of them we need to get back to the yeah spring we need to get back out to the source yes yeah so who do you guys have filters and stuff then and some yeah we so i think we started we we what started the interest was uh, backcountry camping. And so, you know, all the cool gear that you buy for that and the water filters and the little stoves. And I mean, we went to, for Y2K, we were, we went to the Bahamas and we went to some tiny little island, flew in on like, I don't know how many, what, an eight person plane. It yeah. was my family. That's the only people on the plane was my family. <laughs> and uh, I brought my, my survival camping gear, like, well, this would be a great place for this to happen. I mean, <laughs> if I'm gonna get stuck, might as well be in the Bahamas. Nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's just a long way of saying we we have some of that stuff because it's yep. it was cool at first, and then you see things, and it does make you like, hey, let's be prepared. I think it's one of the reasons we're so into farming and learning about learning about that stuff because I you also have to have skills. I can't remember what it was, which which one of the tech guys it was, but one of the big tech companies, not one of them, a lot of the owners of the big Silicon Valley tech companies are preppers because um, they're they're worried about it. And so one of the coolest things I heard, and we talked about this before the show started, I don't know if that's why you did it, but um, he got his eyes fixed because he said, 
if there is some kind of end event, he said, if I lose my glasses or they're broken or I lose my contacts, uh, I'm going to be one of the most helpless people out there. Oh, wow. And I'm going to go. So he went and he got his eyes fixed, got the LASIK because he's like, you're not going to have contacts and contact solution and new glasses. (laughs) So I I thought that was pretty interesting. It really is thinking ahead, isn't it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I love listening to the experts. I was just listening to the guy the other day. He was saying um, he thought it was imperative that everyone get night vision goggles. Like if you have a gun, you should have night vision goggles. So he says just have one gun that you're really good at and then night vision goggles, and that was like a force multiplier. Okay. It's just like, yeah. There's so ma- yeah, yeah. There's so many little things you don't think about. The one uh, also bar- barbed wire, razor wire. Have it stored in your shed or barn, and if anything happens, you just pull it out, and that'll, <laughs> that's a, like a deterrent right there. <laughs> you might not keep them all out, but you're going to keep a good portion of people, right? <laughs> yeah, I think what will happen is the easy targets will they'll go. Everyone will go after the easy targets first, so. The soft targets, right? Yeah. (laughs) I think after three, you got to live past like three weeks. I think I've I've heard statistics like three weeks is going to be the point where you things. The herd has been thinned. Yeah, Yeah. thinned by then. Okay. Okay. You're like this is moving beyond. (laughs) I think it's interesting. No, it is interesting. Yeah. You know, we're we're uh, this is a public service today. Yes. PSA right here. Ninjing and preparing for for everything. <laughs> so uh, so what else? You have uh, you're married. You have uh, you have a beautiful little daughter. Yes. And you have stepchildren as well, right? I haven't met your stepchildren. Yeah, I have three kids. Okay. And I have a fiance, soon to be soon to be wife. Oh, okay, soon to be wife. Oh, you're gonna get married out here on the farm? Yeah. No pressure. You know, it actually might be a good idea. We have beautiful weddings out here. You should talk to Kimberly Mudd. <laughs> <She'll help you. laughs> we haven't talked about it. We'll, yeah. We'll talk later. <laughs> nice. All right. So before we get into uh, talking a little bit about the event that's coming up, I have one more. One more uh, normal or regular question that I like to ask the guests. If there was a message, Brian, that you could put out there to the whole world, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, it can be about anything you want. A motto. Yeah. A mantra, a demand, mantra. a command. Um, <laughs> what would it be? Um, it would be to get up and keep trying. So in Ninja, I, I am constantly getting back up after I fall and trying again. And I see so many people who think they're not good at something because they try it once and they fall. I and like it, blo- it. it blows my mind. It's just like, no, you've just tried it once. There's lots of things that I've only tried, you know, a few times and I'm not good at. And I have mastered things that I'm horrible at. And I love like spreading that word that message i love it yeah that is great great. that's that's one of the best ones we've heard so far yeah i love it so let's talk about the fall festival transition away yes okay we will transition away how amazing it's going to be so it is going to be super awesome isn't it so we're working with brian and ninja nation and they're going to bring courses out. So our farm festival is every Saturday and Sunday in October and maybe some Friday nights too. And all right, Brian, tell us, tell us about the courses and what people can do. All right. I am so excited about this. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, when Nathan was talking about, you know, doing something out here, we were brainstorming and, he was thinking big. I was thinking big. And it was like two melding of two great minds. <laughs> High five across the yeah. table. <laughs> For the biggest, craziest ninja event ever. So what we're going to do is we're going to have... Yes. Not, some of the details are, are we're still planning because yeah. you can't just have such greatness come out of 50 <laughs> meetings. It's still ongoing. Yeah, that's right. Um, but we, we're going to have at least one racing course that's going to have, it's going to be pretty challenging. And every weekend you'll be able to come out here and see if how fast of a time you can set on it. 
and we're gonna have a, a big display up, up top. We'll have a buzzer, fog cannon, everything. But the coolest part is, Nate, do you wanna, you wanna tell everyone what the coolest part of? There are so many cool parts. I mean, I'm, I've got four. I've got four <laughs> in my brain right now. So the coolest part is the prize money, I think, is where you're going, right? I don't but think I, they would. I, yeah, I oh, think that's gosh. a cool part of it. So whoever sets the fastest time on this course by the end of the month, they're going to win a huge Huge thing of cash, right? At least seventy five hundred bucks per man and per woman, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the grand prize. Yeah, so it's we have a lot of. Is that where you were headed? That's where I was headed. Yeah, nice. <laughs> right off the bat. So I think it's neat. So who does that attract? Um, that's going to attract all the pro ninjas across the country. Isn't that crazy? It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. So, so you all listening. In the Denver area and beyond, have to Everywhere. come. You can come all eight days yeah. and see who you get to meet. Fly in from Alaska and Hawaii. Yeah, and see how you compare to some people that you watch on TV. Because you may get up there and you may just blow them out of the water. You may find your calling in life. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, you may, you, you, may, uh, you may be way better than all the contestants you see on TV. Or at least you'll know you'll be able to see how you would do on a ninja course. And that's just one of the courses. We're going to have a side-by-side racing course also that yeah. we're going to be doing some races on. So if you want to get your ninja versus ninja on, you know, yeah. bring out bring out some friends and and teams. You're going to have some team competitions going on maybe. Yeah, we'll do some team competitions and, and some uh, relay. Yeah, some relay races, so there's two rival gangs out there that want to come out and <laughs> fight it out on the course. <laughs> that would be a really good way for them to fight it out. That's that, right. Yeah, that'd be It'd little. be like beat it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like having a dance off instead of like actually using weapons and fighting each other. <laughs> no, Ninja versus zombie. Never mind. This is a family event. Don't know. This is what? This is a family event. It is a family event. I mean, it's, you know, it's going to have so many different aspects to it just just the ninja portion and that's all i want to talk about right now is just the ninja portion i mean and then there's also the kids like little kids course too yeah we're gonna have something for everybody this is a this is a family event yeah whether you want to spectate do it or have your your kids your little kids do it and i mean there's even different age brackets that we're, we're we haven't quite figured that out but we're talking about you know the the toughest course setting like an age minimum you know and that, that it'll be higher than people expect it'll probably be like 15 16 years old is what you'll have to be to enter the competition maybe even 18 you know you might be able to do the course but but those will all be worked out in time we'll put those on our on our website um, there'll be all kinds of event pages and everything for that what what um what what's some of the things that you really like about it? So I love the fact that all the ninjas are coming. I do because too. it's so cool. I, I can't ra- I as since I'm the guy setting up the course, it wouldn't be fair for me to um, set stuff I'm just good at and then win you know be eligible for the prize. So <laughs> you're I, not going to be a contestant. No, I can't. I can't do that. You'll so be a judge though. I will be the judge. Uh-huh. And so I plan on being here. Every day that's set up, Sweet. not because I have to be because I'm the head judge, but because I want to be because I want to see who's going to post what times. Because nice. it's, yeah, because I want to, if you get, a, uh, these ninjas can race over and over again on the same course and they're racing for that much money, you're going to see some crazy, crazy like moves and i want to oh where they're like skipping whole obstacles to just get to the next thing yeah you're gonna see some flying through it yeah you're gonna see some guys doing some crazy stuff and i want to be there so i can watch it so it's gonna be fun just to come out and watch oh that's so cool and then i'm excited too to have uh just watch a bunch of amateurs come out and and try things because sometimes some of these amateurs are really good and they just don't you know they haven't had a chance to get on the course so it's it's fun to see people get excited about ninja that haven't done it i really love that i love sharing it that's cool that's cool and it's kind of your baby you know 
So they're going to be running on, on your, uh, your brainchild, your uh, course. It you is. Know? I'll tell you what. I love building courses, and I love watching people do the courses because then it's like a sense of fulfillment. I guess a uh, as a builder, it's just it's just fun watching someone enjoy enjoy something you put a lot of time and effort and thought into. So. That's cool. That's like, uh, you know, Arnold Palmer. You're like the Arnold Palmer of ninjas, you know? Oh. Professional for a while, <laughs> then move into course development. I think <laughs> that's pretty cool. Well, I, I love doing it. Like, I do, uh, I've done a lot of competitions where we, we would go to local gyms and set up competitions and stuff. And that is, it is a lot of fun because the contestants, you can see they're having fun. I just get, you know, self of that sense of self fulfillment all the contestants coming up and saying oh i love this part of the course so it's just a lot of fun yeah it's gonna be awesome and the courses they're huge yeah they are huge we had a course last year that was decent but this one that we're doing this year is going to be massive compared to that oh this is like different different level levels above that yeah substantial i mean it's for anyone that's been to the farm and seen the the great lawn in the front i mean it, it takes up the whole yeah, length of it. Yeah, and we're gonna have two, actually gonna be... at least three lanes, maybe more. Yeah, we're what is that like an acre and a half out there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, maybe, maybe an acre, real acre and a half. So what I'm getting at is they're real. Yeah, they're real legit. Deal. Yeah, they're yeah. they're about the size. I I try to build them about the same length as this courses you'll see on TV, like the. The the if you watch the city qualifiers, it's like a city qualifier course. A lot of these. Okay. Um, some of them actually have more obstacles than you would see on the city qualifier. Okay. Yeah. So. We just don't have water. Yeah, we, we just don't have water. We don't. We, but we could do water. But yeah, I, I didn't actually tell <laughs> oh, Kimberly about this yet. But uh, <laughs> one of the things that Brian is talking about doing is doubling the height. Oh, okay. Of at least yeah. a little bit of it, just to see. See what's available, you know. We, yeah. yeah, we're we're in the planning process yes. still. So yeah, but it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. We're gonna um, blow people away with this event. Just to come watch it, and then the, just real quick, the other things that will be going on is the corn maze will be here, and the pumpkin patch will be here, and lots of other kids activities that we just have going on at the farm festival, and um, it's just you know, the one admission to get into yeah, the farm. And, one flat fee and, um, to get in and participate. And participate. And, and compete against ninjas for 7500 bucks. Yeah, you know? to win. 7500 per man, 7500 per woman. I don't know if that's been mentioned, but I just wanted to say that. <laughs> and plus, it's, what I love about what we're doing is it's every weekend in October. So it's, if you can't make it, you can you can find like another weekend that yeah that you know that works for you exactly unless you're traveling the month of October you should be able to make it and if you're traveling the month of October you you're probably doing something pretty cool anyway <laughs> no I don't know you should probably cancel your plans right <laughs> yeah you're, nothing's you know, cooler than this yeah that's true <laughs> and in, and that made it so we could get more ninja warriors from around the country to come so there it's not just time limited to one day if you can make it this weekend or yeah exactly so that that's one of the reasons we we structured it the way we did so more people can come try it professional ninjas and just amateurs alike because i i think a lot of people once it's good once they see what we have um the end of the month is going to be packed and they'll be right and it, that's it's already more packed, so it's going to be packed. Yeah, yeah. Because it's when people buy pumpkins. Yeah. But you never know what ninja's going to be here that day. And we're going to do uh, daily daily cash prizes as well. So everybody will want that too. So um, what else do we have about the event? I heard a phone and it's messing with my head. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. I, thought uh, okay. I heard mine. Mine. Really <laughs> so, so um, what? What? What other? What else are we missing? Are we missing anything else with the event? I mean, it's gonna be rad. Got to come out. Got to try it. Um, oh, and Brian Arnold's gonna be there all well, the time. Well, you know, so follow us on Facebook, and we'll have like pictures of stuff. You know, as the course designs happen and we figure stuff out and teasers and videos of Brian and Nathan maybe yeah. me doing the warp wall yeah that's right um, I think that's all 
It is. All right. So follow us on edibleeconomy.com and Edible Economy on our Facebook and Instagram. And we'll have all of this information in our show notes. And please subscribe to the podcast and rate it five stars. And thank you to Truth and Legend Productions. No comment, Kate. And Kate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, Brian, thank you for being here today. This is this is awesome. I'm so looking forward to working with you. It's been a lot of fun. I'm so amped about the, yeah. the coming event. So you guys come out to it. It is going to be it's going to be off the hook. And how can people follow Brian Arnold and Ninja Nation? Um, you can go to ninjanation.com and we have a bunch of information about our gyms and you can do a booking for a mobile event. We even do you know, we do HOA parties. <laughs> and small, even birthday parties. Um, but then, or you can follow me on Instagram at Brian underscore Arnold underscore Ninja. Okay. And then you do Facebook too, right? I do Facebook, and who does Facebook anymore? I really don't <laughs> do it too much. <laughs> but We're I, hoping a lot of people. <laughs> <come out. laughs> you guys do Facebook, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're ancient. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you, you, guys. Edibleeconomy.com. <laughs>